Welcome back to Throwing Hands as we kick off 2021 with an interview with Joe Holmes, who just came off a nice knockout at LFA 96. Joe, how you doing? I'm great, bro. It has been awesome since that knockout. I've gotten a lot of attention. Uh, people really appreciate that technical knockout. It's amazing. Yeah, it was it was a solid knockout. We'll get to that in a minute, but we're going to start from the beginning. How'd you get into martial arts and MMA? I used to just do football, man. I was really competitive, and then uh, I wasn't playing for college anymore, so I came back home and met the right person, um, and that led me to training at where I train now. All right. So when did you realize uh, that this could become a, a profession for you or something that could lead to a profession for you? When did you realize that, hey, my skill is so good, I can make a living off of this? It was actually maybe my second fight. I fought a guy named named Gary or something, but I fought for XKO in Dallas <clears throat> and I was an amateur at the time, but I earned a couple sponsors um, and I made a little change off of selling tickets and it just excited me. It was like, wow, like I'm amateur and I actually made like a few hundred bucks, you know, uh, just having a fight. Like maybe I should do this full time. So you come from the amateur ranks and you get into your first fight in Bellator. What was it like uh, going to that first professional fight? It was crazy, man. I was like meeting people who I would watch television um, and people I was fans of or I was a fan of. Um, and it was just it was just crazy. It was almost like unbelievable that my first fight was on a stage so gigantic, but it was, it was awesome, man. Like it kind of showed me like what level I'm on, you know, even though it surprised me that I was on such a high level so early, but it made me like, really like, no, like, okay, this is where I belong. So unfortunately you lose that fight, but in your post-fight interview with Pat Mill, did you said you thanked uh, the opponent who beat you? What'd you learn from that fight? What'd you take away? I just took away that that a fight shouldn't be judged by people. It, sh it should be one person beats the other guy and somebody walks away victorious so main like lesson I learned was that I can't let somebody else decide who wins my fight I have to be the deciding factor of every fight I have for the rest of my life so you basically came to the conclusion that don't leave it up to the judges finish it yourself oh yeah oh yeah so you know, you get back on the regional circuit, you get a couple wins, and now you move to LFA, which is a rising promotion. What was it like getting that call, knowing that, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm getting back up there? It was awesome, man, because I honestly had been wanting to fight for LFA for so long. Like, like uh, after I fought for them as an amateur, I think it was just like my third fight. So I had four other fights amateur and then three fights pro before I ever got a call back from LFA. So I was just like, well, this is my moment now, you know, in which I fought on Bellator, but I really felt like LFA was my moment. 
uh, that I just couldn't fuck up. Excuse my F-bomb. I just could not screw that up. Like, it was it was amazing. I was just so happy that I could show up and show out. And, like, the promoter came back there, and he was so excited after my win. Like, oh, man, we can't wait to have you on again and all that. So, LFA was great. So, going into the fight, um, you, you had one COVID fight earlier. What Was it easier after that one fight to train in the wake of COVID, or how did that change your training with COVID? Uh, COVID trying to think because honestly COVID didn't really change anything about my career except for like how often I was fighting because we 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 made a bubble so early on uh that we just kept training but everybody was like you know got checked early on so it's like okay all these people don't have COVID the you know you gotta go home and come to the gym you can't go anywhere else go home come to the gym so we made a bubble and we were able to really train during COVID so obviously that training paid off a few weeks ago. You get the knockout punches to knees. What, after that fight, what, what do you think's next for you coming up within the next year? The next year I'm going to at least win three more fights and have gotten a call from Dana um, for a contender series. Um, if he doesn't like, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if I skip contender series and just like start fighting with the UFC, just because of like how weird my life is like, I wasn't supposed to have like a Bellator debut, you know, like that's not, it's more common now after I've done it, I've noticed it's a little more common now, but before I did that, that, that wasn't normal, you know? So I definitely expect to be right there at the UFC door by the end of 2021. I hope to see you do that. And so let's say three years from now, where do you see yourself? Settled in chasing a title. I'm probably going to be ranked like 15, 15 plus uh, by then and just be chasing a title. Hopefully haven't taken a loss. Um, I, don't, I don't see myself losing again, just because everybody I'll fight. I'm sure will be close to my level, you know? And it's like, if anybody's like close to my level, like on paper, they're definitely not going to be ready to fight me. Definitely. And I noticed that you're a pretty big middleweight as well. So I'm sure that comes to advantage. What advantages do you see in yourself? You know, you're six, four, middleweight what advantages you have you think because of your size uh honestly i don't see myself having any advantages at middleweight i see myself on an even playing field against all my opponents at middleweight now i really shoot to be a welterweight um when i'm in the ufc because i know they'll they'll pay for that type of you know action like a 6-4 welterweight but uh, it's hard for me to do welterweight outside of there because you know smaller organizations they don't really you know, they're, they're not really able to compensate at the moment um, for fighters, you know. So things are just a little different. But as soon as I go to the UFC, yeah, I'll be welterweight every fight. That's what I'm wanting to. Well, that's all I got for us today. Uh, do you have anything you want to say to anybody? Or, you know, I just like to let the, at the end of our interviews, let them say what they want to say. Yeah, man. Um, I'm just really excited about where my career is going. I just signed on with the Iridium Sports Agency. Um, and they've been pushing me super duper hard. And um, I knew I'd get to the UFC without them. So with them, we're definitely going to be in the UFC uh, sooner rather than later. Um, and I just appreciate all my sponsors uh, for helping out and all my friends and family for supporting constantly. All and right, you Joe. Your time. Oh, thank you. Uh, where, can, uh, where can people find you on social media? I'm Ugly Man Joe on all social media outlets. Ugly Man Joe, it's a little wrinkled, but... Yeah, man. Anything is Ugly Man Joe. YouTube, Snapchat, Instagram. All right. Well, Ugly Man Joe, it's been a pleasure.
Yeah, same to you, brother. Thanks again for your time. Of course. And thank you for coming on. Ugly Joe, everybody.